Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. What is going on? We're the Simon Says Podcast. It's the Get Up Show. I'm Sean and Charlie and Maddie are over there. Oh, hey. It's a safe number 114 this week. Non-superstitious. Yeah, man. You made it through. Click a like and subscribe and all that stuff. We have phone calls on this podcast. Oh. A bunch of them. Really? Yeah. If you ever want to be part of the show, 336-373-0987 is the number. Before we get to the calls, have you all heard about Praise Kink? Do you know what Praise Kink is? I can guess. All right, go ahead, guess. I'll tell you if you're right. Is it where you just, I like lavish you with... (laughs) Like, oh, you're the best. I think you're the coolest. Oh, and so it turns neat. somebody on? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Someone with a praise kink experiences an intense level of sexual excitement from being praised, complimented, or verbally affirmed. Oh, gosh. What if you don't know they have that and you're just like a really, you know, one a good boss or whatever, and you like to give your employees accolades and mm-hmm. then it's like... Hey, well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I just want to tell you that no one ever has done a job as amazing as you. Like, I can just completely trust uh, that you're going to get <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> so either, either I need to do a better job or I don't have this because I've never been praised so much. Tell me how great I am, Daddy. <laughs> Isn't that something they say that good girl, good boy, you do blank so well. That really gets them going, man. Okay, wait. Good girl, good boy. That's like a I don't know what. Hey, hey. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not into this. I'm just telling you. It doesn't even necessarily have to be verbal, they say. It can come in the form of positive groans. Oh, God. (laughs) What? Mmm. How's that? Hey, Maddie. Mm. Oh, I must be doing great. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. This is a whole thing online. People sharing their praise kink experiences. Do you think this is just like people are sharing? First of all, I always think it's interesting when people share the things that they're into like that. Like it's always like, I'm going to go out of my way to tell you what really turns me on. Yeah. Well, they think that because you can have a username, a fake name or whatever online, that no one will know it's you. I don't think they care if anyone knows it's them. You know, the people are looking for fame at any cost. Look at the ridiculous videos that people put out lip syncing to songs and being sexy and, and trying stuff to be like all that. sexy and ah, stuff so weird. in the car. All the time. Every day there's a bazillion of those. But yeah, Praise Kink is a new one on me. Yeah. I, luckily, I've not I've not heard of this. Yeah, luckily we don't have to worry about that around here. Yeah, we'll here. never get praised to that extent. 
you never know. I mean, you guys are really doing great. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's getting, is it getting hot in here? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's do the phone calls. Don't forget, if you ever want to be on the show, 336-373-0987 is the number. I'm the person who checks the messages, so if you if you hate me, go ahead and let it loose, as, as some do. All right. Hey, Simon. Rock, chalk, Jayhawk. What do you say? Rock, chalk, Jayhawk. Oh, ball game. Yeah. yeah. National champions. What a game. I made it through the first half and went right to sleep. Same. Do we know what that means? Don't worry about it. They won. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, might for be them. like a like their cheer or something. Yeah. That's but dumb. Dump their dumb cheer and their dumb team. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're the world's you're, biggest Carolina fan. I'm the world's fan. biggest Tar Heels fan of the world. You know what I love is that it wasn't even two weeks ago we were trying to talk Maddie into paying any attention at all to basketball. Right, like and, we were really forcing him yeah. telling me how to pick a team and everything. I was pretending to not care because I didn't want to overshadow your measly fanhood by my yeah. great fanhood. Yeah, he was like a caterpillar on on the one side, and now he's come out of his cocoon as a bright Carolina blue butterfly. Well, he's yes. the only one that stayed up for the whole game. That's true, too. <laughs> I was also drinking. so We both that. went to sleep. All right, let's see what else. Hey, Simon. I just started listening this morning. My name is Sherry. I wanted to guess the contest, so I think the answer is exercise. All right, love you all. Thanks. Bye. Oh, she just started listening. She already loves us. Hi, Sherry. Uh, she was answering the question about you're most likely to do this on a Monday over any other day of the week, and the answer was lose your keys. Oh. That's not exercise. Well, it's Sorry, exercise Sherry. running back and forth trying to find those <laughs> damn keys. That is the worst. And then in never an exception. They're always very visible right in the middle of the place. I've been walking back and forth like an idiot. Yeah, because of the blue men. Every time. The blue men. Tell us about the blue men. Okay, someone told me this a long time ago that if you're – you're looking for something and you cannot find it. And then all of a sudden it's there where you just looked. It's because of the blue men. Mm. The blue men are these little creatures that put together every single millisecond of time. They make it visual. Mm. And so sometimes they forget things. So this time they forgot to put your keys in that spot. But then the next millisecond they put them there and that's why they're there. Does that make any sense? I can't believe you didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That sounds amazing. I, I know what I'm trying to say, but I, as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm not sure that it's making sense. I'm getting it. I'm picking it up. Speaking of legalizing weed. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're laying down. That's that's an interesting theory. I don't, I don't so think so. So when something's missing and then know. it's there, it's because of the Bloomin'. They forgot to put your thing in that spot. Didn't you say that they had something to do with the Blue Man group? Um, they might have been named after them. I don't oh. know. Oh, I had a feeling that these blue men would be pretty obvious by all the smears of blue paint all over your place <laughs> while they're every- moving your things. Well, <laughs> I think they're actually blue and the blue man group is just imitating them by yeah. smearing the yeah. blue. Blue handprint on your butt. <laughs> um, you mentioned that that reminded you of the Mandela effect, didn't you? Oh, not that one, but there was something else. It was like, I'd never, I didn't even know that was a thing until TikTok. The Mandela about, effect? Yeah, where you you see like a, a logo with one, like say the Cheerios logo or something, mm-hmm. but there's like one thing slightly different and you pick the one which you think it's, it is, but it's not. Or like one, with, here's a good example. Uh, does Curious George have a tail? Yes. Yes. I don't think he does. I'm pretty sure he does. Hold on. 
Does Curious George have a tail? I'm I'm thinking he does because I feel like he uses it. Oh, I'm still talking to the dim. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Okay, go ahead. Ah! Oh no! All I'm getting is the Mandela effect, so it's showing me two two the same images. Okay, well, stand by. Does Curious George have a tail? No. Shh. Curious George did not have a tail. Most people are surprised to learn Curious George first made an appearance in 1939. Those experiencing mass memory discrepancy effect are even more surprised to find out no reference to his tail, which they're certain they remember him having a tail while watching him growing up. So for those who don't know, the Mandela effect is it's a false memory. And lots of people agree with the same thing. Where like, and it started because of of the news coverage of Nelson Mandela, uh-huh. and people are saying they have these vivid, detailed memories of something that didn't even happen. And a friend of mine was telling me about this, and he gave an example, and you guys are gonna love this. He said the Mandela effect is real, Bo. Like a lot of people think that Shaq was in a movie about a genie. He never was. Okay, but he, he was. was. Yes, he was. But you can't. This, hold on, because I feel like you, if you Google it, you can't find proof of it. That's what that I totally. It's on IMDb. Yeah. It was like 1996 or so. What was it? Kazam. Shazam. I think. No, Kazam. And he was he was a genie in that, and he said it was just for a payday. I looked all of that up when I heard that, and I, I'm never going to tell my friend you're all the way wrong. Here, here's a picture because that's the first thing I wanted to do. You know, it's such a jerk move. Here, here, I know what you thought, but here's a picture of the movie you said didn't exist. Oh wait, no, wait. I'm thinking of um, yeah, I think Sinbad. Sinbad was in a movie. Okay. Wait. <laughs> hey, Simon. I know there's more fake flamingos in the world than real ones, but I bet there's more fake Rolexes than real ones too. Have a good one. That's true, but if you have a fake flamingo, you knew it was a fake flamingo when you bought it. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I remember one of the first times my parents visited me in D.C., my dad bought one of those street Rolex, like a Rolex. How much? I can't. It wasn't much, but it didn't last very long, obviously. No, no they're a piece of crap, but they look good. Do you know I was looking at Rolexes, not that I was even possibly thinking about ever buying one. I just wanted to see what's the most expensive Rolex, mm-hmm. and it's one that has like uh, rainbow-colored diamonds and stuff all in the face and on the, the what do you call it, the thing around here, the outside of that. Um, and it was $1.2 million for one watch. Wow. Yeah. That's too much for a watch. Yeah, <laughs> you could absolutely. Buy, you could buy three of my houses for that watch. There's, I mean, there's lots of those out there, though. That's what's crazy. There's those designer watches out there. Someone was going on a podcast about you know, the watch culture. Yeah. How, oh, yeah. How crazy it is. It's real. One of those Shark Tank guys, uh, the bald one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Kevin, yeah. Even there's a whole. Mr. Wonderful. There's a whole like home shopping network channel that's just watches. Mm-hmm. Are and, they? But they don't have $1.2 million watches on no, them. No, 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 no. They, but they do have some expensive ones on there. But it's just, but that's, people are so into their watches. Well, this guy I know said that it's always a great idea to own a very expensive watch. Like if you ever run into enough money to buy a Rolex, do it and take care of it. Because then if you're ever in money trouble, you've got thousands of dollars right True. there that you can cash in. Yeah, because they don't really lose their value right. or anything. But the issue is getting enough money together in the first place to buy <laughs> to a buy watch. It, right. That's crazy. Hey, Simon, is today's answer to the trivia 
about there are more fake fees than real ones? Is it driver's licenses? <laughs> That's another good one. How many people in here had had a fake driver's license, Me. Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> I had a handwritten one. I, had I used a couple. to hand out. You did? Yeah. What what name well, was on? I got busted with one, so then I had to make another one. What was your name? My first name was Amy. Oh gosh, what was her name? Was it Amy Smith? Oh well. It, well, it was a girl in my sorority that let me get one made from her stuff. Okay. But then I took I got busted with that one. So then I took my own driver's license. This is back when you could actually do this and mm-hmm. altered it. Mm-hmm. And so then I had my name, my picture, my everything, but an address in Kentucky and a year earlier. Yeah. A friend of mine made one like that. He he used a typewriter to change the, the born date and then had it relaminated. Mm-hmm. And he showed it to me. I was like, dude, I can tell that's fake right now. And oh, I'm not no. an expert. I got way more inventive than that. See, I, I got MacGyver on this. This is why I could be a criminal. Yeah. It was back then when they were printed with a dot matrix printer mm-hmm. and I used nail polish remover to remove the coating. And then I used a, a like a stick pen mm-hmm. to change the nine or the, yeah, the nine to an eight mm-hmm. using little dots and then filled them in with light gray eyeshadow to match the dot matrix Smart. print, covered it with glue so that it looked like it was sealed. Took that. I just moved to Kentucky. Here's my driver's license. Please give me a new one. How about that? Uh, I really, really, really wanted to get into this bar. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. How much too young were you for all that effort? Just a year. But (laughs) well, in Indiana, though, you can't set foot in a bar unless you're 21. Uh And all my friends were and I wasn't. So I was getting left out of the activities Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be able to go. So my friend actually distant cousin pat simpson from miami got one made and he was manny torres on (laughs) his yeah and our friends well acquaintances had this business making fake driver's licenses in their bedroom and what they would do is the one guy was a painter and he would paint the background of different states driver's licenses yeah like if they had the the state map i'm thinking kentucky was one of them but what they would do is they would take that background and put it on the wall and you'd stand in front of it and yeah. have your picture taken, and boom, there you are in the new driver's license, your fake ID. Do you remember that? All this is reminding me, I was just Googling it. Um, Vegas Vacation, not one of the better vacation movies, the National Lampoons, but that he had the Rusty had a fake ID, Nick Papa Giorgio. Yeah, Papa and Giorgio. He, <laughs> and he, was, he won every time. Yeah. Like he won like five cars and yeah. whatever. I just, I always remember, you know, Papa Giorgio. My fake ID had McLovin on it. Oh, it worked really good. Hawaii. Yeah. Hey, Simon, I love your station, but I had to change it because I'm sick of Bob Seger. Well, here's something I thought I'd never hear. Really? He's sick of Bob Seger. People love that dude. Ain't from around here. People love Bob Seger around here. Yeah. Just in general, Bob Bob Seger isn't one of those ones that seems to wear on me. What's your favorite Bob Seger song of all time? Uh, the the on the road. What uh. Yeah, on the road again. I like that one, too. (laughs) Thank you. Turn the page. Yeah, turn the page is mine, too. Oh, Sunspot Baby. Oh, wait a minute. I changed mine. Sunspot Baby's better. Uh, That song rocks. I also like the night moves. Beautiful Stranger is good. You don't hear that one as much. Katmandu. Oh, Katmandu is also. Oh, my God. Uh, What's that that one that was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Um, I ain't good looking, but I ain't shy. Uh, Rambling Gambling Man? Oh, Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a great one. I mean, even Shakedown's good. Eh. 
Oh, well, that you, reminds me of uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2, because I had this soundtrack. Exactly. Shakedown to me. You're busted. It sounds like something else. It sounds like another song, and it doesn't live up to Bob Seger's library, but it was his no. only number one hit. But when it comes on, you're still like, oh, yeah. It was it, like Jack Mack and the Heart Attack did a Taco Bell jingle that sounded a lot like that. <laughs> Mac and the Heart Attack. You don't remember them? Is that a real band? Yeah. Yeah, they were the house band on one of the late night shows back in the day. I can't remember if it was Ross Schaefer or who it was, but they were the biggest jingle band. They also do track phone. Buy it anywhere, use it everywhere, something oh, like wow. that. Yeah. You are you are digging deep for these. Oh boy. Say what? I'm called Cap Center. Uh-huh. He loaned me a lot of money. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. Isn't that something? Is he snoring? I... <laughs> no, it's more of a guttural noise. I think he's snoring. No? I think that's like a punctuator. <laughs> it's almost like he's doing a uh, sling blade voice. Yana, I rest my case. <laughs> wow, this mac and cheese sure is good. <laughs> Get away from my table. Wait, did you did you change your hair? <laughs> oh, he, he's into compliments. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Hey, Simon, if it's possible, could you please play Devil with the Blue Dress on and Dedicated to all the Duke fans, and especially their coach, Coach K. Oh, I just feel so sorry for him. Last night, when he went back in the locker room and was crying, my heart just broke into a million pieces. So, dedicate that song to him. It might cheer him up. All right, thank you. That was Jackie Ray. Yeah, it was. Jackie Ray used to be a star around here, man. He didn't tar heeling it once on that. Well... He, he got his point across. He didn't, come, he didn't come around to being a Duke fan now, did he? No, no, nah, no. He's, he's being respectful. sarcastic. He's, he's being Was that sarcasm? It's yes. <laughs> when he said he felt so sad for the Duke coach when Carolina won, yes, he's being mean. He like, was crying. Like everybody was being so mean about it. Poor Coach K, you know? He's had those back problems, you know, and then he loses two big games, the last game at Cameron, then he lost the last... Uh, tournament game. I saw someone made a, a T-shirt out of the. Um, remember when he collapsed on the court that one time and like kind of went yes. into the fetal position? Mm. They turned that into a shirt. See, people are Aww. mean with that stuff, man. They also had a, a picture of the everybody in the streets celebrating after mm-hmm. in the Final Four when Carolina beat Duke, and uh-huh. it, uh, sh- the headline on it was Coach K's retirement party. Oh. <laughs> You know, I wonder how a guy like that feels because when you're at that level, obviously one of the most legendary successful coaches in any sport of all time, how do you process a loss when it's your last game? Yeah, that's tough. Especially when you were that close to another national championship. It was so close. I was doing all the stupid math like, okay, if they don't get this free throw and then they get a three and they get fouled, they can still win it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How about the fact, did you see that they estimated about 35,000 people were in downtown Chapel Hill after that game? And so many injuries and burning couches. 
which is funny. So have you ever been in a, I mean, do you remember being in a college town when they won no. national title? We Never broadcast live when I was in DC. We broadcast live from College Park in Maryland. Ah, turtles. And it was nuts. Like to the point where we were broadcasting from this bar and then the game was over and people were, I mean, it was starting. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, we got to go. I almost got thrown out of a bar. We were set up. We had this little booth at the radio station in DC that we called the lemonade stand. It was really neat. You just like unfold it, pop it out, add logo everywhere. And so I'm in this bar. And this group of guys comes in and says, hey, can you move this crap? And I was like, well, actually, I'm doing a live broadcast. He's like, well, yeah, that's great. You're doing a live broadcast, but you're kind of in the way. This is where we watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, they got their spot. But, I, you know, one thing I do remember most was as it started really going, if, when you were outside, it's like, my eyes are kind of burning a little bit. And someone's like, Oh yeah, they're just they just tear gassed a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> now that's or a party. Spray. I was like, ah, oh, neat. That's a party. Hey Simon, I'd like to wish y'all a happy April Fool's Day from Winston Salem, North Carolina. Take care and have a good day. What do you mean by that? Is that a prank? What's what's going on? Is something really happening? <laughs> maybe something happened and we don't know. Well, it's not April Fool's Day, so maybe he's trying to fool us. No, these are from the whole week because we got old Duke game stuff in there too. Well, I know. Did you guys that. have any April Fool's stuff happen to you? No, we don't mess with that. Nah. You know, as much as I hate it, and I told you guys how much I hate it, I still felt like you know nobody even tried. I didn't have anything. But you usually do it on your kid. There wasn't anything. Really? There was no well, April Fool's. That's you then. What happened uh, when you posted that we did our last request show? We have a show on Friday called Bet You Won't Play It Friday. And Charlie's April Fool's joke on everybody was that, that last week was the last one. And we were never going to do it again because it was too much work. Yeah. Um, There were a couple that were like, what? No. Uh -huh. And then most people just got it. Yeah. I liked... Some of the companies that do it, like... What were they this year? I didn't see any well, of that. Dukes is, has their peat-flavored mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> that was one I saw. Um, there was a grocery store that said that they were going to put everything in the store in alphabetical order. Ooh. I so, kind of like that. Rather than having your vegetables together and your cereals together, just every product was going to be in alphabetical oh order. Oh, my God. I would love that. <laughs> I, I'd redo my list. Oh, my God. That would be great, wouldn't it? Your carrots and your Claritin and your Coca Cola. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, 7 Eleven was introducing the Tiny Gulp. Um, oh, that's good. There was Butterfinger mayonnaise. Ew. That also would have been good. That's not bad. I'd like that. <laughs> um, but if, you're, if your grocery store was in alphabetical order, would steaks be under S or B for beef? Good question. Because uh. you'd have your beef and your bread. Yeah, but then where's my steaks? They're over there with the salad dressing. Oh, and this is kind of neat. Bush Light put out a thing. It's, it's a special thing so you can pee in the can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't need anything special for that. You just need a good aim. And and your beer would be by your beef. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yo, Simon, good morning. How you guys doing? Tommy. Hey, uh, uh, thanks. You just answered my question about who won that game. I just heard you talking about it. Um, not that I really care. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it the other day. You know, maybe because I'm not a college person, uh, I don't know anything about this basketball stuff. I don't understand this rivalry crap, uh, all that other shit. Um, you know, I was thinking about it. I'm a patriot. I'm a, I'm a military man. My college years were in the army. 
Anyway, <laughs> I love you guys. Enjoy your day. I love him. Isn't that something? He's trying to understand, and he's being so nice about it. He he could not care less about basketball. <laughs> not at but all. But he wants he wants us yeah. to help him understand. I think I'm judging by his accent as part of it, but I think he might be suffering from the up north syndrome that I have suffered from, where there wasn't anything worth watching. Yeah, yeah. college basketball just wasn't a thing because you didn't have good teams. Yeah, up there. UMass. Woo! <laughs> yeah. No. His daughter is one of the pharmacists at Costco, so say hello to her if you ever go. Oh, yeah? There. Yeah, she's sweet. Hey, Simon. I just wanted to call you guys and tell you thank you for playing the song that you're playing right now, the Hawaiian guy singing Over the Rainbow. I really like him. I can't pronounce his name, but I really like his singing. They lost a good one because he passed away. Anyway, thank you for playing the song. Wasn't that nice? People it don't was. ever do that. Can you say his name? I know it's Izzy. Yeah, brother is uh, Israel. Can, I have to see it. It's Come on, Leaky Maka. No, no. <laughs> Show some it. respect. I don't even, I don't even know. You what know his what's name funny? Is. So my aunt lives it's in Hawaii, long. and I got really good for a while where I could read. My she got my daughter the Three Little Pu'as, which is the Hawaiian <laughs> version of the Three Little Pigs, and Pu'as pig. And so it was always funny when I would read it to her because it's all vowels. It's like Israel uh, Kama Kawiowa Ole. Israel Kama Kawiowa Ole. Okay. When he passed away, they put his ashes in the water near where he used to hang out. Mm -hmm. And there were people out there splashing around. It was like a big thing. He was one of the biggest stars. He was like a hero yeah. out of Hawaii. And he just did that. He just like had a whim kind of to go in the recording studio and record that version. I bet it was like a one take because he's, he's riffing a little bit on that thing, but that's such a nice call. Hey, Simon and Maddie, this is Mr. Boone. I was born in 1958. My dad graduated from Carolina in 1951. That makes me a bigger and longer fan than you. Yeah. If you have any problems with that, 3365. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Everyone's All a bigger life. and longer fan than Maddie. <laughs> See, but the thing is, it's great. Is they're, they're, They get so serious about it. He all of a sudden decides he's the biggest Carolina fan, and yeah. people are all and over your neck. People argue with him about I it. I love it. <laughs> I like I like that anyone heard me say that and really and believed it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... I will. I look. I will say. So, like when I moved here, having never watched basketball, all the guys I worked with for the most part were all Carolina fans. So that's why I kind of like I would lean more towards Carolina. Man, stop. No, I'm just saying. Man, now he's trying up. to act like he cares. Right? Yeah. Okay. I it still am the grand champion. Of Tarheel's fans. I can name some players. You do not care. Name a player. At all. Name uh, a player. Brendan Haywood. All right, name one more. Ed Coda. What are you talking about? Name that a was... player on this year's team. Yeah. Leaky Black. <laughs> no. He's the best. Come on. And uh, Baycott. Okay, there. do you know uh, his first name? Story. Armando Jimmy Baycott. Story. What about Manic Monday? Uh, uh, it's Monkey. Brady Manic, the guy with the beard yeah. and the hair. Yeah, the guy with the he- look, guy with the headband. Yeah. I know names. R.J. Davis, uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, uh, there's that other guy. All right, all right. <laughs> hey, Simon Creed from Atlanta here, coming down off of a fantastic night of Tar Heels and Duke basketball. Who can think of a better college basketball game than that last night? True, just amazing. Duke put up a fierce fight all the way to the end. It could not have ended better. Well. 
maybe for Coach K if he had won. Listen, as a Tar Heels fan, I hate Duke, and everybody knows that. <laughs> but let's lay down our arms for just a minute and talk about how great Coach K has been. North Carolina has produced some of the greatest college basketball coaches in American history. True. Dean Smith, Jim Valvano with the North Carolina State Wolfpack, Coach K, Dean Smith, Roy Williams, and now we've got Hubert Davis yep. who brought that North Carolina team from worst to first this year. It's True. incredible. Coach K is what made me hate Duke since 1981. <laughs> I was a year, near five years old in Greensboro when he started coaching and he has been the single-handed reason why I hate Duke. He brings an incredible team to the basketball court every year. His shoes will never be filled. We have to give honor to Coach K. Coach Krzyzewski, after all of these years, even as a Tar Heel fan, as much as we hate to do it, I'm going to miss him as a formidable foe. I know that the Tar Heels will have to pick another team to hate. Well, no, what, who are we kidding? We're always going to hate Duke, no matter who coach, coaches Duke. But anyway, I just wanted to say – Hats off to Coach K. You came in, you lost the Tar Heels. You went out, you lost the Tar Heels. It was a storied career. At least you ended it the way you began. Go Tar Heels, beat Kansas. That's just how it is. Yeah, we know how that turned out. Yeah, and I I always find this funny where it's like, I hate him because he's too good. Mm -hmm. He's too good at what he does. I hate him so much. Have they already said who's going to replace him, by the way? I don't think so. I don't know. Can you imagine... Like having to replace, having to come in after the guy who's been there 42 years. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Like whoever has to coach the Patriots after Belichick leaves, well, it's going to be I like, mean, same thing. With, but you're um, never going to be out of that shadow unless right. you come out. I mean, again, though, unless you come out like Huber Davis. And Well, that's and, what I'm going to say. He came in after Roy Williams, who was an excellent, excellent coach. And mm-hmm. he brought this team that he started off not well. And people were like, oh, God, this well, guy's going to be terrible. And then now they in the final game what about um, imagine being roy williams coming in after dean smith yeah absolutely yeah Roy looked like he was having so much fun at the tournament he was he's great although he was established you know when he came in as kansas right for kansas but anyway Um, the thing is talking sports the thing about this is which i would have never thought of with k being gone people out there are saying this is the end of the rivalry. No, it's not. They're, they're saying it can never be this again. Because, no, it's not. Well, Carolina fans are saying we sent Kay away. He's gone for good. We're forever at the top. Doesn't matter whatever happens again. It's the end of the rivalry. It's not, though. It's always going to be a thing. It's always you got to have that rivalry first of all or both teams won't be as good. That's kind of what makes him play so hard. Again, being the number one Tar Heels fan in the country, um, <laughs> I, I didn't realize how many cha- uh, championships they had. Oh yeah, comparatively. So that I always thought Duke had won way more, but uh, Carolina, Did Carolina have more six to three. No, I'll be Carolina. Dead. Okay, Duh. kids between three and six tell their parents to quit kissing. What? That's not exactly it. The question was. Children between three and six ask their parents to stop doing this. Do you remember what the answer was? Cussing. Cussing. Not kissing, but cussing. She said kissing. Oh, I didn't understand anything she said. Well, you're doing good. Hey, Simon, potato head. That's what he calls me now, by the way. That's my <laughs> oh, name. Oh, he sounds more you coherent. You are potato right now. head? Yeah. All right, here we go. It's pecan, pecan, pecan. Do you understand the words that's coming out of my mouth? You know, I understand them, and I can almost smell them, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they smell like pecans. 
It's pecan. No, it's pecan. Okay. Pecan. What, what, <laughs> when you go to the drink machine and you get a drink and it, it's in an aluminum container, is that a con? Yes. Okay. When you run out of gas and you get that red thing out of your trunk, is that a gas con? No, it's a jug. Mm. It's James Con. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never, ever going to stop saying pecan. Uh, I'm never going to stop saying pecan. What are you saying? Don't say pecan. That's stupid. I don't know. All right. What do you call that little nut? I don't know. You guys are both saying a lot, and I don't know what I naturally say anymore. What do they call the nut that they make a pie out of it? What do you call the pie? What do you mean, what do we make a pie? Oh, it's banana cream. (laughs) Oh, my God. Come on. How do you say it for real? In real life, how do you say pecan? Pecan pie. (laughs) But if someone... Did you say pecan before this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, don't not, know. you sure know how you say that other nut. Peanuts. Uh, <laughs> that always you... skeeves me out. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever want him to say anything about that legume again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay to say pecan. Don't be sensitive. That's how you say he's it. He's from the north. There's no way he says pecan. I don't pecan. know what I say. Again, when you... Call your sister. Call your sister right now on speaker and ask her how you say she that. Won't answer. Well, just try it, because I need to know. I I want to know how many. Okay, let's do this. Let's put a poll up on the Facebook page, and ask how do you say this. Put a picture of it. Put a picture of a pecan on there, uh-huh. and say how do you say this. Okay. Well, we have some people on our Facebook page that are from England. That's fine. So they'll say it correctly. Oh, you ain't from England. Get off your high horse. <laughs> Get off your high nut. Well, yes, I am because I drink out of a con. <laughs> What's going on? It's ringing. She's I can't hear it. Put it on speaker. I don't have her permission. She's really busy. That's your sister. Come on. She looks. She's a. She... Oh, oh, crap. Leave a message. All right, hold on. I'm going to call my sister. But you're from the South. That doesn't matter. Yeah, this it does. Will be, this doesn't matter. Interesting. Who are you calling now? My mom. Oh, cool. She'll answer. Hello. Hey, mom, you're on our radio show podcast. No, it's okay. It's okay. All right. The the nut that you make a certain kind of pie out of, how do you say it? It starts with the letter P. Pecan. Thank you. Thank you, mom. (laughs) There you go. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Okay, bye. I love Maddie's mom. Let's see what my sister says. There's no no telling. She could be wrong too, like a, your mom and her. <laughs> Hello. Hey, what are you doing? You all right? Yeah. All right. Um, we're on the podcast, and I need to ask you a very important question. Sure. You know that tree in our house, in the yard at our house on the shore, that the the nuts fall, and the neighbors steal them before we can ever get any. Yeah, the pecan tree. she's your sister of course she's gonna say it like you do in your mom's face wait that's rude (laughs) what'd you say did i just win your argument for you oh yeah but i already knew i was right hey let me i think you know the answer to that let me ask you another one if you run out of gas and you get that red thing out of your trunk and take it to the gas station what do you call that that's a gas can yeah it's not a gas con I said it was a gas jug. All right. <laughs> a tote. Hey, thanks. All right, bye. Well, I Who rest can I my call. I rest my casing. I think we have more calls. Hey, Simon. 
at the get-go, pow, willy, willy, umplow on the thing, you know. Shit. You know what? He's right. And that might be a good place to wrap her up a for this week. Willy, willy, umplow? What? Yeah, you heard the man. Yeah. Don't call my mom and ask her if she says that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks so much for checking out the podcast number 114. Don't forget to subscribe and like. And if you would love to be on this show sometime, like these wonderful people, 336-373-0987 is our number. Check us out on Bet You Won't Play It Friday sometime. You can listen to us anywhere in the world at 987simon.com. Final thought, Charlie? Cousin Mark needs to call in and tell us how we say that nut. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin Mark, help me out here. All right, over to you. I got to go. I got a hot date with Amy Smith from Kansas. Okay. <laughs> That's your fake ID. She, ah. <laughs> she didn't even get it. Oh. She wasn't. She wasn't from Kansas. I was close. Was it Kentucky? So no. K. I was from Kentucky. She was from Indiana. You're so confused. Well, this this Amy Smith from Kansas <laughs> uh, in your face. All right, next time. Get up, get up, get up! This is get up show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 